everybody. Welcome back to LA is our house. We got a special episode this week. We have a couple guests that I'm sure that you're going to want to hear from. We have Andrew Alasana, the president of the LA Riot Squad. Hello. Andrew, can you say what's up to everybody? What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing today? And uh, President of Galaxy Allah's Manny Martinez is with us as well. What's going on, man? Thank you for having us. Yo, thank you for being on here. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the boycott. We are about a week away from the start of the season, so we're going to see you know, the state of where everything stands. Um, I will be your host tonight, Louis Barone, and I'm here as always with Mr. David Arona. Hey. And Mr. Bobby Lepe. What's up, guys? So, first of all, good morning or afternoon or evening to everyone out there, depending on you know when you're listening to this. It is morning for us. How is everybody doing? Don't all answer at once. It's okay. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> all right. So, okay. Well, we're all still waking up, apparently. So, all right. So, we're going to go ahead and um, get started here. Um, as mentioned, we are a week away from the season opener against LAFC at the Rolls Bowl. Obviously, there's a uh, a different feeling than there was in you know leading up to other seasons season openers so uh we obviously know the reason why uh guys you know what's your personal sentiment going into the season uh this year uh i'll probably take that uh, I, i'm personally pretty sad going into the season that it's you know it's, it's come down to this um that we have to do this. I'm, you know, usually this this is the part of the season that I look forward to the most. The beginning of the season, you know, um, not burnt out yet from all my duties in Lars, uh, and you know, I'm excited about you know just having another Galaxy season. I get excited for that sort of thing. So I'm kind of sad that um, we're here, and, and I'm like the, the the fact that I'm not going to be going to games is kind of hitting me right now. Um, it started hitting me the other day. Driving past the stadium, I was like, "Oh, oh, you know, Aww. yeah." So, yeah, it's um, it's a, it's a little sobering. It's a little sad that we're here, but um, you know, I think it's what's best for the club. Is what what we're doing. Um, you know, we have the best interest of the club in our opinions, um, and we just want to see some sort of change because we're tired of doing the same things, and just um, you know, it's obviously not working. Working. <laughs> I told uh, Dan the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Mm. And, um, yeah, I don't know if that's being taken to heart. I'm probably in the same boat as, uh, as Andrew. You know, this is type of week or you start talking about the tailgates, you start talking about uh, what we're doing, you know, setting up stuff. But I've already came to terms that I'm not going to games. So it doesn't hurt me as much because I've already accepted that. Uh, but I know that overall, this is a big is a big gap in my heart about that. But I think I'm doing, I think I'm doing, and I think what we're doing our best interest for the club for the longevity of the club. And I think that they don't see that. Yeah, I, I I think that they're being pretty stubborn about it in the way they they uh, they see themselves one way, and everybody else sees 
the, the, the reality of stuff. Um, I know that, you know, there's been uh, multiple protests at this point. There's, you know, the one in front of the stadium at uh, one of the last uh, the preseason first games. Match, yeah. yeah, there was a couple of people out at the uh, Coachella games and then the, the very visible and loud one at the Million Dollar Theater uh, on Thursday night after the uh, what by all accounts was a botched event for for the Galaxy. Um, I know there's a preseason game tonight. I would expect that there will be people out um, also probably protesting uh, and getting louder considering the uh, the the sentiment of the club uh, or the rep- the people that are representing the club. Uh, some of the things that they've said in the in the Jeff Carlisle um, article that came out a few days ago. Uh, so I got to ask you guys, um, the protests and all of the, the the signage and everything. How do you think that's going to affect the relationship with the supporter groups long term? Uh, like between the supporter groups? Between the team and the supporter groups. Um, yeah. You know, I, I I hope it doesn't get to the point where it sours or it gets contentious. Um, it's not that right now. Um, I don't you know, I don't think anyone in the front office uh, outside of maybe Chris begrudges us. Oh, and Jovan, Jovan probably begrudges us. Um, you know, and I think that there was a lot made about the Vanny comment. Um, but, you know, I don't think he's wrong. It is a distraction to him and the players. Um, you know, I, I, I get that. I understand that, you know, to, to them that it's it's not the, the best. Yeah. It's not the best outcome for them. They, you know, they'd rather have us there. Um, but, you know, I it's just something we have to do. Like, I, I feel bad for the players. We made it pretty clear in that meeting with Dan and Vanny. That um, nothing. This has nothing to do with the players. This has nothing to do with Vanny. We support them a thousand percent, but um, you know we just need competent leadership in the in the front office, and we haven't had it. And it seems like um, a lot of black marks and a lot of uh, scandals have been rewarded with another. Now we find out multi-year contract. <laughs> that that had a thing, right? Uh, I laughed honestly when I saw it. I laughed. I, I literally laughed out loud. It's just like funny at this point. They give you little crumbs. They don't want to give you the whole shit pie, but they. Oh, sorry. They don't want to give you the whole, you know, huh. bad pie. They'll give you little curse. crumbs. Yeah, you can curse on ours. It's you fine. Can, uh, you can curse on our show. Gloves are off, guys. Uh, All right, sorry. Go, go ahead, Manny. I'll say that, like, you know, based on the comments or the statement that Vanny says, you know, I also understand, like, what Andrew said that. For him, it is a distraction because he's the one that's answering these questions and getting asked to put face while the other two just sit in the back. Um, I do know that, you know, they're getting questioned by ESPN and they had denied them the interview. But I'm pretty sure since they told them that the supporters had were involved, they were probably much forced their hands to get involved in the interview. If not, they probably wouldn't have. So that's why I'm pretty sure that Vanny, I'm not sure if Vanny was there at the at the launch or not, because he probably had to stay to do the interview. Yeah, I think it's unfortunate, too, because um, I'm well aware, as you guys are, that, you know, Vanny and the players don't have anything to do with this. You know, the the, the fight isn't between them. Um, as you guys said, it, it's it's 
the, the, the team itself on the field we support. Um, it's the way everything is run. And it is unfortunate that Greg Vanny has to get in the middle of this because it's essentially not really his fight. Um, but he's the one that's being put in front of the camera. We know that Ricky Puj was, you know, asked about the boycott at Chicharito. I mean, it's, it's, these are the people that the media can get to say something uh, up until the Jeff Carlisle uh, interview. Um, but when I read the Greg Vanny quote, I don't know. Obviously, there was a lot of interpretation depending on who you ask. Um, it obviously drew a lot of hire from Galaxy fans and, you know, that took it to uh, to heart that, you know, Greg Vanny may not be on the supporter side. But the way I personally interpreted that quote was essentially Greg Vanny is saying – He knows very well that Chris Klein is not going anywhere, that there is literally nothing that can be done for, you know, Dan Beckerman and AG to get rid of Klein. It's one of those moments of the guy can shoot somebody in the street and they're not going to get rid of him, dude. <laughs> They'll probably give him another extension after that. It To me, it was almost like Greg Manning was sending a message out there saying, you guys need to resolve this in some way because this outcome is not changing. Um Personally, that's the way I interpreted it. That is literally that what I'm said. interpreting it that's that way. I like this said. is a message. Um, would you guys agree with that? Disagree with that? Uh, I I would say it's early to tell. Um, you know, we'll see the Rose Bowl. They sold a lot of tickets. Uh, we'll see how empty it is on the Galaxy side. Um, I know the supporter side will look. You know, it'll look rough because there won't be any drums or flags or banners. Uh, but the Rose Bowl's kind of a wash. You know, there's going to be a lot of people that aren't necessarily, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of people there that wouldn't necessarily yeah. go to a Galaxy game, right? Um, so the real test is going to be the first home game at the Digs. I think it's 316 or 318, something like that. Um, yeah, it's the March 18th. And mm-hmm. uh, that'll be the first test, so we'll see, uh, you know, what, what comes of it. Um uh, and then you know, see how much how much longer we can, they can go with no fans in the supporter section, uh, and hopefully people start leaving from other sections as well. Manny, you want to chime in? Yeah, I was based on the like you know I just said you know the first test is going to be the first home game at the Dix. the eighteen I mean the Rose Bowl. You know, they're giving away free tickets. If you see a lot of apps that are giving away free tickets, they don't really care who's in what section, as long as they have people on, on the seats. Um, not having the supporters there to, you know, organize any type of TIFO, any type of banners, any type of flags, or any type of show or songs, you know, it's really going to show on on their side. Um, also, this is that's a Chris Klein event. You know, that's something that he pitched to to Apple that he could do. So I'm definitely not supporting that. Uh, but he said it's just starting, you know. You know, we have to do our statement, but we know that our, our boycott starts, you know, the Rose Bowl in the next home game. And then we'll keep going from there. So... We know that we know that the supporter groups aren't going to budge, right? They're not going to they're going to stay clean out like, you know, even if they're lifting a trophy this year. Um, I think that's been talked about plenty. Um, you know, I, it's, I don't think that's going to be possible either. But, you know, in in the wild, wild MLS, um, we know that supporters are still about clean out. Um, but long term, again, long term, 
is there a break point? Is there a point where, um, you know, best case scenario, you, you know, things move over, the the direction of the team is looking better, even if Chris Klein is still there. Worst case scenario, we start losing a lot of interest for people. You know, I know you guys put in a lot of heart, a lot of effort. I mean, a lot of time um, for free, basically, uh, you know, at your own cost to to support the team uh, because it's it's a club that that you fell in love with. But at a certain point, that starts to sour. Do you guys see there being a, a, a breaking point? And you guys don't have to give specifics as to what that is. You know, I, I don't know, maybe kind of a yes or no question. Um, I mean, yeah, I could see, I mean, I could see a point where I just don't want to come. Like if I get so disheartened that I won't come, I'll just, I'll stop. I mean, I'll stop watching games or going to games. Um, but I don't, I don't, I hope it doesn't get to that point. I mean, I'm, I'm optimistic that we don't get to the point where we're having like, you know, an actual fight where, you know, it gets nasty. I don't think it's gotten nasty yet. I know there's people that have said, you know, nasty things online, but that's not me. Um. But I, I, you know, I just hope it doesn't get to the point where it gets contentious with the front office. Um, I feel like it would be them before the the support groups <laughs> getting nasty. I mean, well, according to them, we're we're being nasty by people saying mean things online. So sure, um, yeah, that's. I mean, they want me to. They literally asked me to like get people to stop saying nasty things online. Like I can't control the galaxy fandom. I don't know yeah. who you think I am. I don't have a magic wand to like talk to anyone. Even if I did. Like, you know, I'm not going to tell people to stop saying what they want to say. If that, you want to say it, that's how they feel. It's got nothing to do with me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's been kind of the the message um, for for a lot of people is, you know, voice what you want to feel, voice how you feel. And I think that everybody's sorry, my dog's going crazy. Uh, everybody's shown that, you know, that there's enough evidence to, to say, like, even somebody who pay, half pays attention to what this club is and what they do can can see very clearly that you know there's there's a lot of problems yeah but if you ever sit in those meetings and bring those those problems up it's always someone else's fault or it's always this this is actually what the truth is and that's not you know that's not really really what happened or you know just sort of vague vague sort of platitudes just kind of like it always it always not on chris They'll say, it's, always, I, it's always somebody else's fault that's not there to defend themselves. Yes, exactly. And he'll say like, "Oh, you know, I am the president. I, I take responsibility for that." But then when we like bring these problems up, it's like, "Oh, that was me. No, that's not me." I, you know. No, based on the article, and Joan doesn't do anything, so he doesn't have to be in no meetings. He doesn't have to do nothing other than walk around, I guess. Smoke cigars with Laton. I guess. Um, uh, go ahead, Lewis. Yeah, I, I was going to ask something uh, else um, in regards to, you know, uh, I think David had said something like, you know, uh, if down the line, you know, the team starts doing well and whatnot. Um, that was something that I had brought up a couple episodes ago that, you know, if the team does well, it's going to be difficult to keep people away from the stands. Everybody wants to see a winner, right? Uh, it, when the team is doing poorly, when there's nothing there, there's no reason to watch. People won't. Um, and when you get the casuals, for example, who really don't have any sort of uh, care about the internal, you know, dealings of the the of the galaxy, they just want to be entertained. They go out and stuff. You know, they'll be there. 
And it's a lot hard. Like I said, it's a lot harder to get them out there if the team isn't um, performing well. So is that a fear among you guys that if the team happens to do well, um, remember Vanny did say at the end of last season that this year they are very well uh, going after MLS Cup, Supporter Shield, U.S. Open Cup. They're they're trying to win everything, you know, this season. He's not showing that. He's not showing that confidence. Um, the of right. Obviously, <laughs> there's a lot of you know. Obviously, there's a lot of you know <laughs> stuff going on that wasn't going on when he made those comments. But um, you know, is that a is that a worry for you guys that if the team does well, that it might derail a little bit of what you guys are trying to accomplish? Um, for um, for us, it's like you know we understand we're here for the long haul, and based off. Klein's history with coaching, you know, Greg Vanny's on his last three months, last six months, if anything. Uh, Klein can't hold uh, a coach past two years. And I think Vanny's the longest coach he's had so far. Also, like I said, we're here for the long for the long haul. We don't we don't know that yet. Like I said, we were close last season, one two players away. Where I think we're missing nine right now. So without a summer window. Who who knows what's gonna happen? It's too early to tell for us. Um, no, I'll uh, add to that. that um, you know, I, I'm not I'm not dumb. I understand that if we start winning, more people are gonna go back. Um, but you know, maybe that just puts the uh, fire under Vanny to to try to help solve this. Um, he seems to be the most forward facing person uh, for the for the. The whole galaxy right now. He's the only one answering questions. That's the highest position answering questions right now. So maybe, you know, maybe that's what he does. He figures out a way to to win early to try to, to end this. But uh, for me personally, I, I'm I'm sticking my guns. I'll be around. Um, I won't be around until until I get some sort of satisfying answer or changes in the front office that are not going to be made overnight. Um, and you know, we we just we need. We need to change. Just can't keep operating like this as a club. Right, and I uh, completely agree with you because it's not just about winning and losing. Um, I think if, you know, hypothetically, the Galaxy were to win something this year, it would be like that temporary Band-Aid because who knows what happens um, the following, you know, six or seven years where, you know, maybe this was just like an anomaly or something um, that, you know, there's something inside the organization that is continuing to do harm uh, to the club, and it needs to be obviously, you know, uh, rooted out. Um, I do have a follow-up question because I find myself a little bit um, with a dilemma here. Um, like I said, I'm of the opinion it's going to be really hard if the Galaxy do do well. Hypothetically, um, you know, fans will come out. Um, I'm not talking about you guys personally. I just have the sentiment that it's like I said, it's it's a lot h- harder. Uh, to do this if the Galaxy are doing well. So in a way, I kind of feel like, wow, obviously this is my team. I'm rooting for them, but I want change as well. And I need, and I want to do, or at least I'm rooting for anything that will bring along said change. And in a way it's like, do I really have to root against this team to make this a little easier? Do you guys have a similar sentiment? Uh, No, I don't want the team to do that. I don't, I don't want to see anybody. I don't even really want to see anybody in the galaxy fail. Like you know, the, like you brought up the the event, you know, not being good or you know having some issues. Uh, you know, I don't I don't like that happening either. But like those kinds of things, little things like that happen like far too often. 
And I just don't, you know, I just don't know that we have the leadership to, to change things like that or to like fix problems, little things like that, fix problems that they have with the media, fix problems that they have, um, you know, talking to reporters um, and just being secretive all the time. I, we, there's no, there's been no sign of change from them. They're going to keep operating the same way that they are. Um, they're going to keep like kind of brushing uh, little controversies under the rug, um, hoping no one sees them. And that's just not a way to, to go about business, to go about doing anything. And, um, you know, they haven't made any efforts to, like, help build up the community as much as they could have. Um, these are things that I told Klein in 2018, 2017. Um, you know, so I'm not rooting for them to fail. <clears throat> but, you know, I, I hope everyone is successful. I'm not rooting for the team to fail. But, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely aware that if they start bad, it's going to be worse for them. Uh, if they start good, it's going to be worse for us. Uh, but I do think that, you know, if the protest is visible enough, uh, more casuals will come out and um, join in. That's the one thing that I, I've been trying to think of, how to like reach uh, non-supporters and, and people that may not be tied to the internet uh, on the galaxy. People that just show up to the games and you know, don't pay attention outside of that, because those people exist. Yeah, I think when you had signed on, uh, I was in the middle of saying something. I said, you know, without the supporter groups there, the atmosphere completely changes. You're not going to hear what you normally hear uh, in every given game, whether that's the chants, the drums. Uh, you won't see the flags, as you said. And, you know, the the casuals probably won't be starting chants of their own. You know, they they look to the supporter groups for, the, for that and they can join in. So when they come in and they see, oh, this kind of feels like, you know, a baseball game <laughs> per se, right? You're just sitting there waiting for something to happen and, and whatnot. It's not um, the same atmosphere. Maybe they get that, mm, maybe this isn't as fun anymore. And, you know, maybe that influences to where, okay, well, we won't come out because it's not the same experience as it was yeah. in previous or, seasons. Or they'll go, they'll go down the street, um, you know, yeah. those type of people. Uh, hap that happens all the time. I mean, you know, I, I, I think back to like when Chivas USA first came in the league, and I'm talking about like like real Chivas USA, not you know the, the new iteration of them. Um, their owner Jorge Vigala said that one of his goals was to put the Galaxy out of business, and I feel like that lit a fire under the Galaxy FO at the time, like Tim Lewicki and 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 that crew, and they made sure that you know every time we played them, they stepped on their necks. And made sure that 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 could never happen. There was a few up and down years after a little while, but I think for you know for the most part, the Galaxy did a good job of trying to put them out of business, um, and they were successful. Um, and now that you know the new guys are here, um, the Galaxy has sort of just been happy to to do what they've been doing. And and I think it's fair to say that under the current FO, like it it feels like they're putting themselves out of business at this point They're, You know, it's not LAFC doing that to the galaxy. It's they're doing it to themselves. Um, and I feel like with the way that they treat the supporters uh, and, you know, I know that all of you guys had a scrape and claw for everything that you've built up. I know when, you know, when Lars first started, you guys had a lot of things that you asked the FO for that you had to like, claw out of their hands same thing for acb i'm sure when outlaw started um you know it was the same thing that you know and galaxians obviously have been around since the beginning so um when you look at 
I first joined Lars, they were like arguing over whether they could bring flags and drums into the game. Like that was something we had to like push for to, to be to be to allow instruments and, and drums or instruments and flags. That was like a thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I completely, I I completely agree that there was a lot of we we've come a long way since. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. And and for the galaxy to sort of be taking what the supporter groups do almost for granted. It seems like they're taking it for granted. Like, you know, there'll be people that come in and, and sort of fill in the, the the atmosphere, the gap, and they're gonna learn the hard way, I feel like. Um, you know, and and like Lewis said, you know, it might push people from not coming, it might push people from to going down the street. You know, those people might have gone anyway, but um, we obviously don't want to see that, but I really do feel like, you know, that this, this galaxy FO is, is almost putting themselves out of business. Like I'd be curious to see if they had like Southwest ingredients on their hot dogs in the, the next couple of home games. <laughs> I think yeah. the, I'll say the think the lack of them being a part of the community is what hurts, you know, um, all supporter groups, you know, they do reach out, they do com- events month in month out. You know, they're putting tailgates together. Uh, and I think they don't understand that, of how much work it goes behind for the community. Um, f- for a lot of them, it might be just a, it's just work. You know, for us, it's not. It, obviously, that's what we're supporters and We care about so much about our communities and our club and the colors, you know, what we represent. And I don't think they they know that or they don't see that. Or maybe not understand it. I, I still haven't found what's what what's the right why they they don't they don't see that. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't get it. Like why they don't see what we do in uh, like 2015 or 2016. I forget. Whenever whenever LAFC was announced officially announced, um, I told Klein in a meeting that we had with Lars meeting we had, and I was like, you know, you can make them dead in the water. You can you know if you push now. You can make sure that that team fails. And like his response was like, we're the LA Galaxy, we'll continue what we're doing. So I want to say it was 2015 because um, we were still good at the time. Uh, you know, we're the LA Galaxy, we'll continue what we're doing, we'll hold championships. And that was his response. Um, fast forward to 2018, we're playing our first <clears throat> our first uh, game at, at LAFC. After that game, we got uh, all the supporters got banned for like three games, I think. Two or three games, I forget. It was a lot of away games um, because of the the, the benches and, and things like that, and uh, and you know they sort of just let LAFC run roughshod on that situation and say that Galaxy fans are breaking things and we're the worst people that ever come to the stadium, and the Galaxy did nothing. And I had a one-on-one conversation with Klein because you know we all got banned, like the, all the all the supporters groups got uh, exemptions taken away from them for uh, a few games at home. And I thought that was BS because nothing happened to LAFC when they came and broke shit in our stadium. Um, so I had a conversation with Klein and, and I told him, like, you know, you're just like letting them run roughshod over the league, over us, over the, the, mar- the market. And they just, they just, they refuse to see it that way. They still to this day don't see like failures in them uh, when it comes to, to LAFC. They just, they, they just refuse to see it. So I think that's also part of the problem. They just don't have a good pulse on like what the general atmosphere and feeling of this club 
and and their club and and LAFC is. They don't have a pulse on it. They have no idea. And so you know, I, I've tried to I've tried to tell them, but there's always an answer for everything. There's always an excuse. Oh well, that's not true. Well, you don't know our people. Our people work work hard and do well. That may be true, but the the, the general feeling and and uh, atmosphere, what people think about your club is like bad. It's not good, and they just can't see it. So that's part of the disconnected problem too. Yeah, and I think uh, I th- this was uh, obviously uh, the the hot button issue for me is that you know there's obviously two sets of things that depending on where you sit, right? The supporters, you know, we understand that, you know, revenue and marketing is important without money. You don't have a team without this type of, you know, economic stream going into the club, you won't be able to buy your, you know, your big market signing. So I understand that, that you need money. It's at the end of the day a business, but you're a supporter. The most important thing to you is, did you get a trophy? Are you fighting for a trophy? Are you know, are you, um, being competitive to where you know what we're used to, you know, the galaxy has the most cups, right? But we also in like the longest drought without a cup, you know, ever. So this is all under your watch, and I think there's obviously two sets of goals here. They don't see it because in their mind they're achieving what they want to achieve, right? Otherwise, Klein would not still be in the position that he's in. It's not about winning or losing for them. It's a, it is about the bottom line, and they're hitting all of their benchmarks. So there's two very different things that you know each side prioritizes over the other. So to me, I always felt like they hear it, they know it's there. You know, they they're very picky about what they decide to put on social media, what to keep away. You know, we're we're not going to announce Klein, but we'll you know we're we're going to definitely put this player that everybody loves or this personality that everybody loves. And so I think they're aware of it. I'm just under the impression that they just don't care. It's like white noise to them. It doesn't matter. They're still going, you know, business as usual. And to them, they are knocking it out of the park. So I wonder what park they're knocking that shit out of, because that must be a small ass park. Yeah. And because, I mean, like I said, I, I, I don't the, agree with it. It's just, if, if he's hitting all the benchmarks, probably the minimum of the benchmarks because how much more can he get if he was actually had a winning team right or actually cared you know I, what i mean we, how much I, more sponsorship would the game make, make more and, and i think i don't remember which one of us said it but it almost seems like they're leaving money on the table for all the money that you're making and all the you know the, the, the praise that you guys are giving yourselves for getting all this done, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. Cause imagine if you were winning championships, imagine if it was you who was in the club world cup this season. Imagine if that was you playing, you know, in front of, you know, the world and, um, you know, it, all eyes are on you in the league's cup or in the champions league, or, you know, how much more money are you leaving on the table? So uh, it, from, from a business standpoint, it still doesn't make sense. So I agree with you there. Like, and I, and, Unfortunately to me, when you know Klein got the extension after a wooden spoon season, I almost saw that that was the reasoning and logic behind it. That if you were still making this money when you had a piss poor, the worst team in history, imagine what you can do if you had a winning team. But since nothing really changed and they were still making that money, its priority is obviously goes down the list if that's the case. And it's really unfortunate because, you know. The ones who suffer are 
you know, the people that, you know, apparently you're supposed to cater to. So I agree. It doesn't really make sense. It's, it's been a, you know, the, the galaxy had a lot of really success in MLS and well, not really. I mean, you know, they, they made it to the cup in the first year and then they, they didn't win. Um, (laughs) and, uh, you know, but, but I would say, you know, in that middle beginning, they had that success and DC was a dominant team. And you look at DC United now, I mean, nobody thinks of them as being relevant or a team that should be feared. Like you look at that on the schedule and you go, that's an easy three points. And I think the galaxy are right behind them. And, and it's, it's something to be said how like, yeah, there's the joke of like, Oh yeah. MLS likes to prop up their expansion team so they can, you know, they're, they're like the new darlings of, of whatever, because they're the the hot new thing. But um, it's, I think it's difficult for teams to, to kind of continue success over long, 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 long term. But, you know, as they're saying, they're, they're not doing themselves any favors. They're not. And, and when you consider the amount of money that they're wasting on players, uh, bad contracts on DPs that they've had to pay out um, and probably considering they're going to do it again with Douglas Costa, um, that to me, like, just, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me either. Like, I, I don't see how, you know, getting a sperm bank sponsorship is going to make up for the fact that you had to pay Giovanni Dos Santos, you know, however many millions of dollars to go away or wasted money on, you know, Kevin Cabral. You're actually paying him to play against us. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's, you know, now we're becoming like baseball, right? Like, you know, money ball. You're paying them to play against us and watch him be the one that knocks us out of playoffs or something like that. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, it's, uh, it's hard, you know, of all the money like, you know, that you said that we're paying out players, even coaches, coaches. We don't even have, uh, you know, how MLS is pushing to like, you know, a new version. We don't even have a scouting department. Now we do under Vanny. Uh, we didn't have analytics, sports science. You know, his answer was like the coaches took that with them. I'm like, but well, what are you doing for an infrastructure for your, for your club? If you're not setting this up, if every coach that you had took their scouting reports, you know, analytics or whatever they have, and you're still just there waiting for the next coach to bring it. Yeah. I think that yeah, that's, I, that's that's lack of leadership. I, I know when I know when I leave a job, I take the servers and the network switches with me too. Yeah. That's a thing that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, as a, as a numbers guy, uh, I mean, it, it, it baffles me that something that's so basic in the sport uh, I'm, I'm not even talking about soccer. It's just, it, it, you know, it happened everywhere um, that they don't have something so basic, a scouting a department, something so basic and f- just absolutely fundamental and as important as scouting. It, it's, it, it just boggles my mind that this wasn't something basic. It's not even a luxury. It's something basic. And they can't even get that right. Well, I, um, I also think that they were they, you know, if if we're following the 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 way the mentality of the club and the way they see themselves, um, they think that they can attract players by their name. Um, that's slowly fading away. And that's well, I mean, you, you, and now you we're, can see, we've seen it. Yeah, we've seen yes. it being proven. You know, we're signing Tyler Boyd instead of you know somebody on 
you know, at a higher level than that. You know, we missed on a lot of good players. You know, we're, we're picking up a guy who, uh, you know, got let go on, on waivers or whatever from Kansas City. It's not good. It's not a good look. All the Toronto players are coming to L.A. now, right? That's that, that's what we can that's what we can get now. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, we still got some questions, but uh, there's some questions uh, coming on on Twitter. If you guys don't mind answering uh, from there, you guys are okay with this? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, yeah. um, and some of them actually are, are also uh, questions that we've had, and I'm sure again you've seen these before. Uh, Eddie Armonde asks. After the Jeff Carlisle article, Klein isn't going anywhere. What are the supporter group's plans to make the Klein out movement louder, more visible, and more uncomfortable? Um, I think I, I guess I'll just say it now. We've kind of talked about it, but nothing's really been um, really put a pin in. I think for the first, um, and you know, obviously, front office will probably hear this, but for the first game at the digs, there'll probably be a big protest. Um, <laughs> With everybody, hoping to get everyone out, um, as many people as possible. Uh, and if they can see see it more visually, you know, um, it's not a preseason game. Um, so, you know, if it's, they can see it visually as compared to what's going to be in the, inside the stadium, I think that's going to be a stark contrast. Uh, I, hope, uh, I hope as many people, you know, that feel frustrated or feel upset, if you're mad that your season ticket member benefit isn't, you know, isn't good are you mad about you know if you're mad about lefc winning if you're mad about the galaxy not being not performing well uh if you're frustrated with anything that's that's been going on at the club if you're upset about how information doesn't get put out there uh there's never any real news about the galaxy especially this offseason uh if you're if you're upset then join us at a protest uh find us on socials we can uh, we can push this as much as much people as possible. If we get more, if it's more visible, we'll get the casuals to come, and that's that's kind of what we're looking for. Uh, that's the biggest plan right now. That probably be the first place I'm saying it here. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, that's that's our that's our next step. Um, you know, everybody has their own opinions on how, on how to do things, and uh, you know, obviously there were some people that protested at the Million Dollar Theater. Not everyone joined. This is something that I want everybody. I hope everybody is behind. And so far, from when we're talking from presidents, I think everybody on each each leadership is is behind this. Uh, Follow up question because you said that, uh, as you said, you, you said it for the first time here on the podcast that you know planning a massive protest on March 18th. Was there always a plan in place for the season? As far as we know, that you're not going to be in the stadiums, but were you still planning on going to the stadiums and just having that protest outside? Um, every game until you know change is made or at least until you know there's some sort of discussion that makes it believe that this might move start moving forward uh no not every game not every game will there be a protest um i mean i can't speak for everyone but yeah i don't don't think every game we were all planning to protest every time um you know we just want to make a point show show our frustration and, and you know if it comes to that then you know if that's what if that's what you know, our members want to do, then then that's what we'll do. Uh, but we'll see. Um, we haven't had any plans much beyond that. Um, okay. Yeah. So so even the away games, there was nothing nothing planned. And does the boycott include the away games? 
Uh, no, I know people that are going to away games. I don't, you know, anybody that wants to go to away game, I get it. Um, I, I don't think it includes away games. It's not putting money in the, the Galaxy's pocket. Although I do think that they get some cut of uh, away tickets, but I don't know how much it is to be honest. But, I don't think I don't think it matters that much to be honest. And I know I've seen I, I and I know I've seen people talk about you know buy the tickets through the through the you know the other uh, FO like you know if you're going to go to Portland buy it through yeah, Timbers. I think the I think the Galaxy gets a cut. I don't, I don't know how much it is. Somebody was saying yeah. this, like, I, they could be wrong, but I think the Galaxy gets a cut of any ticket sales whenever they're in town. I think any away team does. Get oh, some I see. Sort, well. Get some sort of like break. I, I honestly don't know what it is. I don't know the mechanisms. I'm less, and they could be completely wrong. Someone said that in a comment. I was like, oh, that would make sense. Also, uh, we are planning to have a. A viewing party for the 25th so stay out on our socials we're putting out some details soon so to make sure you guys come out and join us we'll have you know we'll have a great time together let's do a, a, yeah, a big inflatable that, outside we want outside of the fire department to show you know show that you know, the people that would have been at the rose bowl because i have tickets i'm eating i have friends that have tickets that, that they're eating they're not using uh you know show what what the rose bowl could have been with with this, you know, how big of our, our group is. Yeah, we'll have our, you know, like I said, we'll have our drums, we'll have everything, our flags at our viewing parties. We're all going to put it together. So it'll be like all supporter groups having the viewing parties together. That's so, very nice. Very so nice. So keep, keep your eyes out on that one. should be coming out soon. I think we're working on some details. But uh, we'll, we'll share the location and everything with everybody. Casuals, supporter, uh, if you're a supporter, anybody that feels the way we feel, come out and support us and be with us. You'll see that a lot of us are do have tickets and we just ate them, like you know Andrew said. But we're willing to have a great time with ourselves, like you know, uh, as as fans and obviously watch the game together. So uh, I. Since you mentioned viewing viewing parties for the twenty fifth, will you guys have viewing parties for the the other home games uh, during the season as well? I think that's the talks. That's the plan. We have talked yeah. with our, our our viewing party local viewing party list that we have as supporters, and I think everybody's on board with us to host home games and away games. So we'll start working on that list also and start sharing that as games come on. Very cool. All right, I'm gonna get, get another question from uh, Twitter here. Optimus Prime twenty four. What's the end game plan if Klein and Karofsky do end up staying? Uh, for me, I'm willing to sit out the whole season, reassess at the end of the season. Um, yeah, I'm I'm willing to sit out the whole season. I'm with Andrew. Um, El Escudero de LA asks, is there a compromise the supporter groups would accept instead of Klein out? The establishing of a council with a direct line to the FO or perhaps establishing performance benchmarks that the FO would agree to. Essentially, if in fact he does stay, is there room for discussion? Uh, I don't believe that they'd want any benchmarks for, to put, uh, you know, I think I think Klein and, and Jovan's roles have been intentionally muddied and intentionally vague for a long time. Um, I don't think they would be willing to put any sort of, you know, uh, metrics on their success or what would, what would be considered successful to them. Um, so no, I don't think that would be something we would accept. Um, we'd have to, we'd have to see what I mean because what do you, what is even a 
a metrics of success for for them. You know, if you say that it's on field products, if you say, oh, we need to go to the Western Conference Finals, then um, you know they'll say, oh, well, that's not my, that's not me. I'm not the coach. I don't, I don't handle any of the on field stuff, any of the soccer stuff. So what, you know, what, what would we do? What would be the bar for for client as a successful season? Um, and and you know, I don't, I don't think they'd ever accept that. So uh, as of right now, I don't see a compromise. I don't see an in. There's going to have to be massive changes. Um, they're going to have to change the club culture from the root. You know, it's not it's not something you can do overnight. It's not something you can do even in a couple months. So there, I mean, there'd have to be very big changes for me to consider coming back or even getting to the table. And I don't think they can even see the problems to change them. So I don't I don't see a I don't see a way. Into yeah, I agree too. So, do you see? So do, so, do you see yourself not supporting Galaxy indefinitely? Then, I mean, um, in, at the stadium. Yeah, I mean, at the stadium, at a, <clears throat> going to games. Um, if you know, if it goes all season, then I'll I'll be out all season. Uh, I'll, I'll reassess at the end of the season. But I mean, like, but like those changes. I mean, there. It sounds like they're not gonna like client out. I mean, is most likely not going to happen. So, and you're saying you don't see this changing overnight. Of course not. It's gonna take a while. So this is gonna be a lot more than one season. How many seasons do you think you're gonna be out? I mean, this could this, this until you start seeing changes. This could be this could be the, the end of my you know going to games. That's what I'm I won't. I won't be a Galaxy yeah. fan. I will never not be a Galaxy fan. I'll never change to another team. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm upset enough to sit out for as long as possible. I mean, there's other people. I've known other people that are huge Galaxy fans that have done the same. Um, I'm forgetting his name. There's a guy There's a guy in Galaxians that uh, was around for a long time. as you know, a 96er. Um, and he hasn't been around since Klein came. And I, I've seen him recently at, a, like, AO event. And I've talked to him. And, and yeah, I mean, he was kind of – he saw the writing on the wall pretty early. And he stopped coming. Um, it's going to bother me to, that I forgot his name. But, yeah, I mean, there's, there's people like that exist. People leave. I mean, they don't see it because, you know, it's just another number. It's just another person. But, um, you know, they'll fill, it, they'll fill another season to get with someone else, right? But there's people that have been fans of this club for a long time who put in a lot of work and effort that, you know, they're just, just hard. They're just they're disenchanted with uh, what's going on. And... They, you know, they don't see it getting better. So, why would they keep making the investment? You know, maybe that's the definition of insanity for me. I keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting them to change, and they, they haven't. I've had the same meeting with Klein almost every single year uh, since 2017, and nothing's changed. I, you know, I've just reached my my breaking point, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think it, but I also think that for some of the people that are not fully into the, you know, supporter group life, but are still, you know, galaxy hardcores. They, they see that and they see that the, when the leadership is reached breaking point that they're willing to sit out for, you know, a a whole season. I mean, I, I think that people will respond to that type of leadership. You know, right now we're seeing the, the sort of defense sitters on it and you know I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you i'm i'm a fence sitter i'm upset i don't want to you know not go to games um i'm thinking of i'm trying to think of ways to um 
still go to games but still support you know the the movement either by you know making a sign and maybe getting kicked out or um you know wearing you know like a ko shirt or uh you know not not buying any gear not wearing any gear to games and just being there to be an observer of you know what the the atmosphere is like and stuff um but you know after a certain point of of sort of seeing the the most dedicated people to this um get disenfranchised you know that that will start to affect you know people that are not quite you know supporters but also um you know hardcores All right, we got one more question uh, on Twitter. Uncle Dishwasher asks, what would you all do if the front office chose to essentially create new supporter groups and mold them in their own image and or just take the seats away from the supporter groups? Do you think that this is any type of possibility? Uh, no, I don't think that's a possibility. <laughs> um, and, you know, where are they going to find these supporters? I mean... I don't, we don't, we honestly don't know. We haven't taken a poll. We haven't asked everybody, but from my end, Mars, I've got nothing but support. Um, I do know there are some people that said they're going to go. I was like, that's fine. You know, I have no problem with that. But for the most part, I would say 90% of the people that I've talked to from Mars have been supportive of this and are willing to go. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but like, where are you going to find these supporters? You know, that's, someone else brought that up too. Where are you going to find these supporters that don't, already support the galaxy um why are they not in a supporters group now that's that's something you think i don't think that's possible they i mean taking the seats away from us i don't think the, the front office wants to make it that, that would be a bad look i don't think they want to make it uh you know contentious uh it could get ugly um and you know that would, would i think the first the first side of it getting ugly is gonna make that that side look bad um, whoever is, is doing the ugly thing. And if the galaxy took away seats, that would be an ugly thing. And I think people would would um, support us more. I think more people that are on the fence would see that as a act of aggression, if you will, and um, yeah, see that as a as a misstep and and kind of go on our side. So I hope they don't do that. If they do, it's a bad look for them. In my opinion, uh, with us, you know, we had nothing but support. Obviously. Uh, we're the newest group into uh, the Victoria Block, and without you know with Lars, and most and all of us are are united. Obviously, you know there are some people that might end up going here and there. Uh, we understand that, but you know a lot of people don't understand that. Like to become a supporter group, you know it is just not about in the stands. You know, there's a lot of work that goes behind it. And then I know I, some people have asked me about it and then they've looked into it. They're like, hey, you know, it's a lot of work. It's not that easy to to just start from scratch and and get everything going. Um, so it's not that they're going to do it from one day to another. It actually takes a lot of time. You know, we're in our fifth year and we're still learning. So it's not as easy as, you know, they just snap their fingers and they're going to have fans or supporters right away. Um, so that's just my two cents on that. It's not as easy as people say that, oh, they'll just find fans and become supporter groups. Yeah, there's a lot of organization that goes behind it. Um, like Manny says, a lot of hours. You know, this is basically being running, being president uh, has kind of been like a second full time job. Um, <clears throat> you know, 
especially last year, I was taking calls and, and doing meetings like almost almost every day of the week. And then on the weekends, you go to games and, you know, that's an all day thing. So, yeah, it's it's something that, that legitimately is there's a lot of time and effort. That's, so uh, if anyone does decide to become a supporter group, uh, you have at it. But it's a it's not an easy thing. Not and also, that you can just do. Also, like, remember, uh, like, you know, the Galaxy fan base, supporter groups, casuals, our pride is that we're organic. There's nothing's plastic. Nothing's made by the front office. Everything comes yeah. out organic. So they'll be going against your roots of their fan base of what they of their hold. Yeah, that's obviously a big uh, a big thing uh, that we hold over, uh, especially some of the newer uh, expansion teams. Um, that this was for love of the club and not for any sort of cloud or you know. Uh, likes or whatever you know it wasn't the trendy thing to do um it's legitimate i love this club and we will be here supporting uh this club through thick and thin you know every season every game so yeah that's something that we uh especially here on this podcast appreciate we we know what's the 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 time and the effort that goes into uh doing all the stuff so we do appreciate that and uh obviously you guys have our support uh, throughout the season. We're going to wrap this up, guys. We don't want to take any more of your time. We want to thank you, uh, Andrew and Manny, very much for coming on, uh, giving us your peace. Um, and, uh, you know, we hope uh, we hope things go as planned. <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate it. Um, anytime, I appreciate letting us get, get our uh, thoughts out there. We're trying to be as transparent and... Uh, you know, open, try to get to reach as many people as possible in the Galaxy fandom. This isn't just something that's being done behind back doors. Um, you know, I'm trying to be more visible about it. And if you ever have any questions, you can, you can ask me. Um, I'm around. I'll, I'll answer questions anywhere. Appreciate it, guys. I want to say thank you guys for having us. Um, obviously, you know, if you guys don't know me by now, you guys probably get, uh, you guys can reach me out on Twitter. I'm a very open person. You guys can talk to me. You guys see me in person. I'm very involved with the community. So if you're into something Galaxy, you might know somebody that knows me. So you'll probably get my contacts from them. Feel free to reach out to me, even if you're a casual fan, if you want to know more. Just go ahead and my, my phone line is always open. My DMs are always open. And, uh, you know, if you disagree, you can talk to me also. You can see our point. I'm not a, you know, I'm very open and to the community for us. All right. Once again, thank you very much, guys. We really appreciate you coming on. Uh, and thank you, everybody out there, for listening uh, to the special episode of <clears throat> LA is Our House. We will be back uh, to talk about the season opener um, after that game takes place. But uh, next week, Balls and Beer Season 6 does return. Yep, year number six is coming up. Uh, So uh, be on the lookout for that. This is David and Bobby signing off. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, We look forward to yeah. We look forward to the uh, the the documentary. Bye. (laughs) All right, guys. uh, Take care, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 